0: Four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with
1: Alex First and Chris Coleman. Welcome to Movies First and it is getting perilously close to that time of year where Alex First and I are going to be talking about movies that, well, may get a bit of Oscar buzz. This one I've heard suggestions all through its production that it's going to be one of those movies. It is called The Founder, Alex First, Tell Us More. Well, who would have thought that the
2: formation of McDonald's would actually make for such an eye-catching yarn? Because as it's told here, Chris, it's a forceful drama telling the story of how Ray Kroc, the salesman from Illinois, met Mac and Dick McDonald, who were running a burger operation in Southern California in the 1950s. Impressed by the brothers' speedy system of making the food at their San Bernardino hamburger stand and the crowds of patrons it attracted, Ray Kroc immediately saw franchise potential. His lights, his eyes, the lights in his eyes were shone brightly and he said, ah, I can do something with that. And he manoeuvred himself into a position to be able to pull the company from the brothers and create a billion-dollar empire and thus McDonald's was born. hmm Michael Keaton, he's the star. He's the maverick American entrepreneur who transformed McDonald's into this global behemoth now with more than 35,000 locations around the world. It's kind of like, Chris, if you wanted to make money, Mm. I I would have thought, well, my forebears should have bought into car parks because I reckon that's a great way to make money, right? You just have to stick up a, a few stories and, you know, Basically, get somebody to sweep the place out, and you're done.
1: Yeah, there's no right? plumbing, so, there's no air conditioning, there's no furniture. Yeah, I can
2: see that. Yeah, so if you have enough four, if you had four bears with enough foresight, you'd buy enough space around the world, and you'd make a lot of money.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, McDonald's was that sort of thing, right? You, you just churn it out. You do it in ways that haven't been done before. And, yeah, you do exceptionally well. And they clearly do it better than anybody else because they've got more locations than anybody else. And the, the sacrilegious amongst us would say, well, how many people would recognise the golden arches? Well, almost as many as would recognise the cross. Now, that's very sacrilegious, but, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's,
1: it's a church of a different kind for people who like fast food. It is. It is I think there was a survey and it. I think it is the most recognised trademark symbol in the world. It's very, it, it's, I mean, it's very simple, but it's very, it stands out. It's quite brilliant in many respects because the colours are eye-catching too, I reckon. Yeah, well, red and but- yellow are the two most, uh, studies have shown that they are the most uh, eye-catching colours. They've done a lot right in terms of marketing. The quality of the food and, and, and the ethics of all that, I guess, is another question. But what about the story?
2: Yeah, well, look, let's let's go into some of the, the sort of stars of the piece first. And Dick Offerman and John Carroll Lynch are Dick and Mac, the McDonald brothers, the innovative pair whose assembly line brought industrial efficiency to the preparation of their limited menu, burgers, fries, shakes and, at the time, sodas. So we're talking about quite a dynamic period in post-war America. People were time-strapped. They were clamouring for speed. It also stars Laura Dern as Croc's first wife, Ethel, is treated pretty badly. Linda Cardellini is Joan Smith, the wife of one of Ray's early franchisees called Rolly, filled by Patrick Smith. B.J. Novak, he's Harry Sonneborn, the financial whiz kid whose franchising innovations led to Crock being able to wrest control of McDonald's from the founding brothers. And arguably, the title is wrong too, because
1: it's not. He wasn't the founder, right? It's called the founder. The brothers were the founders, correct? True. And th- this is the thing, though. As I was saying, it's all about the marketing. It is. Well, it, it, it's sort of like the argument that I'm having with you, which you're
2: losing badly, about whether you put a, a, an apostrophe after an S when it's Chris's. Sorry, I thought I'd bring you, that up you, again. <laughs>
1: you, you can try all you like. You're about 3,000 <laughs> points behind. Just because you maintain that you're in front, it does not make it so. Oh, is that right? Okay, I, I thought I could talk it up anyway. The, Alex, the founder, Alex Trump. <laughs> yes,
2: indeed. Uh, and for folks, if you don't know what we're talking about, you're going to have to listen to some back episodes of movies first, and it it will fill fill you in. It's about the use of the English language and and so on. That's what we're talking about. Whether a word that finishes in an S needs to have an apostrophe before another another S or the apostrophe alone. There we and go.
1: Sometimes it <laughs> does, and sometimes it doesn't. Alex can't swallow that.
2: <laughs> yes, the the founder is very skillfully directed by John Lee Hancock. He did Saving Mr. Banks and The Blind Side, based upon an original screenplay by the guy who did the the Wrestler, Robert Siegel. So pretty good pedigree, eh? Mm. Yeah, and and what a driven and ruthless individual the founder of the world's most successful franchise franchises painted as. I mean, I suppose would you expect that to be the case? I mean, if, if you didn't know anything like the story I've just told you, would you expect him to be a pretty ruthless kind of individual? To have had so. the, you have think so. You
1: don't get to yeah. uh, the, the head of a company that winds up with, what did you say, 35,000 locations around yeah. the world, yeah? unless you've got a bit of ruthlessness about you.
2: Yeah, valid. And, and Keaton plays Croc as this take-no-prisoners super slick salesman. And the, 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 he does it hard. He, he doesn't sort of automatically have success. That's part and parcel of this story. I, I became more and more involved in the lo- this film the longer it went on. And quite frankly, the explanation by the McDonald brothers of how they came to form their excellent hamburger restaurant in San Bernardino, that was too quick for my liking, Chris. I, I actually wanted to know more. I would have liked that description slowed down a bit. But, of course, the movie makers were understandably keen to concentrate on the main game, namely how Ray Croc stopped at nothing to take charge and, the impact that that had on those around him. What's what's happened to Michael Keaton? I mean, he, he did Beetlejuice all those years ago, which I thought was terrific, a lot of fun. It's a fun movie.
1: Did a lot of lightweight and, stuff, like so, so working class man. Uh, and yeah. uh, what's the one where there was a, where there wound up being a thousand copies of him?
2: Oh, that's right. There, there were, that's that's yeah. What was that called? That, but he but there
1: quite, was Mr. It, Mum was another one. He did a lot of lightweight stuff. He did, and, and it's,
2: it's almost like there were those st- stories around a guy who's gone on to be one of the great actors, which is Tom Hanks, who was considered to be a, a comedic actor. Mm. And then all of a sudden he has a di- breakthrough role. In, Multiplicity. In, in his... Multiplicity, well Multiplicity. done. Uh, yeah. The, what I was going to say to you is that um, with somebody like a Tom Hanks, he was known for movies like Big and so on, and then all of a sudden there's this breakthrough and he wins two Oscars in a row. Well, Keaton's done Birdman, Spotlight, and now the founder. Wow, seriously! I mean, he's, he's he'd been to his fifties by
1: now, and he's suddenly un, he's it's un, he's been. Un, a re- he's only taken decades to become an overnight sensation.
2: Uh, yes, you know. well, look, it happens because uh, you, you've got Saturday Night Fever, and then then you've got you know movies like that, and and suddenly you you get get a resurrection of a of an actor. It's not he's not the first one that you you think about this, it's a strange phenomenon to me that, mm. uh, I mean, it is to me, you know, so they're the three I can think of. Tom Hanks, John Travolta and and Michael Keaton. There'd be other examples as well, people who sort of disappear from the limelight. And, I mean, now he's, I would regard him as a, without any question, a number one A-grade star. When you think about somebody who can play a role, you think about <laughs> Michael Keaton of a certain age. So, you know, There we go. I I think this is terrific. He he does it again here. I I really appreciated the warts and all persona to which he gave voice. And, I mean, the McDonald brothers are the good guys. They're respectful. They're nice. But Croc was this massive risk taker. And with it came humongous rewards. And I sat there watching it and I was thinking, how many people would chart Croc's course? And how many would be satisfied with running this local eatery into which they pour their heart and soul and of which they can be proud? I mean, there'd be a lot who'd want the money, and there'd be those who'd want... I mean, the, the moral imperative. I admired the play on that, that underpinned the story, rather than seeing it pitched as this straightforward rags-to-riches tale with a few bumps along the way. It's The founder, it's rated M in Australia, it's 115 minutes. It's fascinating, it's compelling,
1: largely engaging, and I thought it was a good film. There's a very important question that you haven't addressed, Alex. I haven't. No, I'm not a McDonald's food eater. No, I was going to say, even, I know that, but... When when it finished, did you have a hankering for a burger anyway? Not even in the least. But <laughs> I like their, I like their toys, Chris. I like
2: their toys. I think that's now. I look. I because I don't eat any. Well, knowledge w- within my knowledge, I do not eat food that I consider to be unhealthy in copious quantities. And I know it's it's good and cheap and and friendly and all of those sorts of things, but. I, I've, I've chosen not to over the distance. I mean, when I used to eat chips, etc., I used to like their chips very, very much, but uh, I don't think I've had a chip for about 30 years. So there you go.
1: You said you like the toys. That takes us full circle because if you'd gone back 30 years and collected all the McDonald's toys of the 80s, you would be sitting on a very, very pretty penny in terms of collectibles now. Well, I actually do have some of them. Really? We'll keep mm. an eye out for them on eBay. Give us a score for the Founder. Eight out of ten, Chris. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor.
0: This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family.